0: (laughs) the return fight stories here we go i don't even know what episode we're at i feel it's like four but then there was that two-parter so maybe it's five whatever five episode
1: five fight stories john moses tyler morrison here we go baby oh yeah this is another another good one coming up i love i love what we got
0: i love todd screwy saint louis this is like (laughs) one of my favorite episodes dude because the guy just like like top 3 like the guy just lays it out yeah he does He just lays it. it all out on the line dude you know the fights and everything after <laughs> yeah
1: and the uh he's got his kids rifle on oh, here stone cold steve austin
0: dude that's it there's a there's so there's so many moments where i was like you know watching it to edit it and i was just laughing because it's like kids walking by his kids pl- plunk down on the couch <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah just a just a gem and, oh beauty uh, dude. dude i Especially.
0: love i love the fact that he was playing down in texas in the wphl mm-hmm. that is a league that i to me is just fascinating in and of itself because it started off as a six-team league in texas you don't think about Texas to have its own semi-pro professional hockey league, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know that that crowd is going to love fights. They are going to love them. That's what they came for. <laughs> right. Dude, that's right. You know, I mean, I'm sure they're happy to see some guys bag some goals too. And, you know, it's a great game. But, I mean, they were they were there to see guys, you know, get tuned up. So, I think, I think there is so... I would love to do an episode alone, episode just on the WPHL because there's not a ton of footage from that league, mm-hmm. and I would just love to hear
1: some behind the scenes stories, dude. And, that, yeah, that, and if I mean, that whole if, that
0: whole league is a handsome brother league,
1: you know. Yeah, and if you're uh, like listening to this and and you played in that league, you know, don't be afraid to yeah. hit us up because we certainly would love to have you uh, talk about you know your experience in that. Oh, for sure for sure so you just uh you just came out of the out of the woods you feeling better mm-hmm. or what yeah so last episode i don't
0: know if you could hear it in your voice but uh the moses family had contracted covid it had a uh had a had a 10 year old or sorry a 10 person six-year-old birthday party turned out to be a super spreader ah! so we were uh yeah we were a little messed up um the kid was fine you know mary was mary was you know sniffle upset for like two nights i was pretty good and then um julia actually took it you know probably the worst or at least you know that's what she let on that would have been a that would have been a
1: smart move. Like, that's probably always a smart move is to pretend like you're the sicker one so that you don't got to do shit. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, it. that's what I was going to say. You want your wife to be the less sick one. Because- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You just want to be laid up. You know, yeah. I should have faked
1: it. That's what I should have did.
0: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. pretend like I can't move.
1: Oh. Yeah, if your wife is sick, you're doing a lot of heavy lifting because she's oh, yeah, a shit and check around there. That's exactly,
0: <laughs> dude, that's exactly what happened. For two days, I was like, I was sick, but also taking care of the household when i should have been fucking laid up watching old james bond
1: movies
0: (laughs) so anyway so we're so we're looking good just in time from uh from quarantine to the stage um you know i know i know we got some jersey and new york folks so i am um i am at uncle Vinny's um today well the episode releases today but it's saturday so tuesday through thursday this week and uh, I got those antibodies. Who wants them? <laughs> Who wants them? You just, and I, and I, and I spit when I talk too. So those things will just be spraying out all show. <laughs> <laughs> you got a clip. I like, I like checking out these clips.
1: Yeah. So for our listeners, John hasn't seen as many hockey fights as you have probably. and He's seen a bunch, but. The- About half of
0: our listeners. yeah the the classic there's some people in new
1: york who listen to this podcast don't even know how to skate so (laughs) there's a classic one and you can check it out it's uh john wensink yeah but john John wensink challenges the mini bench is what you want to type in and we'll put it in the uh description all right we'll link to it so john's gonna watch this for the first time So you get O'Reilly doing a little spinorama, oh yeah, with Jensen, oh, man. and then he gets that left uncorked. Oh boy, just ragdolling Jensen. Oh, just slamming him. Yeah, spanked him like a bad kid in Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude, those those rights were flying fast and furious too. Was... was throwing lefty. Yeah. Oh, is that what? No, it's well. Oh, okay. And then and then you got Went Sink's just full mount. Oh yeah. <laughs> mount. Buddy's trying so hard to get away from him.
0: Oh, oh he's so mad. Dude. <laughs> the guy who was getting him in the face is so furious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to pull him by his skate. Oh yeah. Look at the look. <laughs> just a circus out there. This is classic seventies Bruins. Yeah. then you go once comes right over just yeah taunts the entire bench
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> go home go home yeah <laughs> not one taker
0: yeah yeah well, I don't know
1: gonna... if you'd want to take him one or... could you jump
0: the bench I mean he oh went... you have to
1: you have to how like how does someone not jump the bench there I know one was tough right saying that no no one went after him just even if you get tuned up you have your pride Right. That's, that, that was embarrassing. Yeah. And those were the
0: days where you could. It's not like you're getting, yeah. you know, expelled from the
1: league forever. You just pop off. I just don't understand that. That was, I mean, that's a legendary move by Wensink, though. That's, that's, yeah, iconic. Yeah, yeah. that's an iconic <laughs> Bruins moment. <Yeah>. Uh. <laughs> uh,
0: that's, all, that's piss and vinegar right there.
1: Yeah. Miss those days. Miss those. Days. Could you imagine that happening now?
0: <laughs> yeah. That was a home game, too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think oh, man, so. the they're, they're wearing the up. white, the, bruins, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Boston Garden would have been rocking.
0: Everybody looked like Ogi Oglethorpe back then, too. Everybody just like <laughs> giant wing yeah. pieces, you know? It was it's either bullet like or just puffed-out fro.
1: Combs his hair with steel wool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, O'Reilly so, yeah. tuning him up is like, it's
1: quite the show yeah. before that even happens. Well, Terry O'Reilly is one of the... Um, greatest Boston Bruin fighters of all time. He was a good player too, but he kind of started right. out where he wasn't the greatest skater and he became a 90 point guy in the league. Wow. Pretty sure he got 90 points one season and then became the captain. He was the heart and soul of that team, Funny, but he would always was- take it, take on the like the toughest guy from the other team. So he, even though you had guys like John Wensink, who is deemed more an enforcer or stan right. jonathan he was the guy who like always took it upon himself to go against the toughest guy on the other team he wanted that like their toughest guy
0: whenever so. i watch those guys from back in the day like for me as an old Leafs fan like i joke that like dave Anderchek couldn't skate backwards this guy's like a 500 goal scorer and he couldn't skate backwards and then i look at some of these guys back in the 70s and i'm like Dude, I could have played, even though I couldn't have, because like I don't have like that athletic <laughs> prowess. They just look so sloppy as it's, skaters and handlers. It's the skates though, look at the skates that they have. Right, right.
1: The skates you know, you pro rate them into now, and right, they have all the modern training, all the you know amazing no, and
0: sticks. The other thing is, I watched like the old Bruins play like some local police guys when I was living in Western Mass, and these guys were 70 years old and flying out there like that. They're just people who have skated every day of their lives for, for 50 or 60 years. And they looked incredible. But when I watched those games, they still look terrible. Yeah. But when I watch Terry O'Reilly fight right there, there is nothing that looks terrible about that. Too. <laughs> like like yeah, that like, translates to today's fighting game or even the fighting game of 10 years ago, like instantaneously,
1: you know? The only thing with Terry O'Reilly is he had like balance issues. So yeah, if his balance was better, uh, he wouldn't have had his – he would have won a lot more f- fights. I mean, he won a lot of fights, but right. – the ones that he did lose is usually because of a balance issue. So, yeah. going the the modern day enforcers really do have that their balance is amazing, and you know, if you had bad balance in the modern era, those guys are so strong that they right. you know ragdoll you. But getting, of course, getting, you have to think, but you do have to think that if O'Reilly played in the modern era, he'd have the same advantages, right? Um,
0: or or if he had or if he had skates with the least bit of ankle protection. That's right. That's right. <laughs> with support with ankle support, maybe he wouldn't be uh, maybe he wouldn't be bending. You know.
1: Oh, exactly. But yeah, that that guy. I think you know you put him in any era, and he's the type of winner that would evolve into it out. yeah, because his will right. to win transcends anything that's uh, stopping him in the game. And you can
0: never and you can never make those types of like jumps anyway because. He would have been learning as a child, the way these guys are coached and everything else. You know. Oh I mean? yeah, like, for sure. If you're any good at this game, you got you've got a personal trainer by the time you're 14. Now, you know, you're not supposed sure. packs pack today on the bench.
1: Yeah, I'd say Terry O'Reilly's one of my favorite players that I've ever seen footage of. He's just everything that he represented is is what was great about hockey. And right,
0: you got one of his jerseys. Uh, hanging in the uh, I do. I got
1: one up there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Behind the behind the little magic curtain. I got a signed <laughs> Harry O'Reilly frame <laughs> jersey. You're not in the garage today. No, no, it's cold as hell. All right. Let's uh let's jump into this episode
0: with uh oh wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, let's uh a big shout out to the sponsor, to this season's sponsor, Uncle Ronnie's teabag. All of the fight stories merchandise. Um, you know. Old logo, new logo, and the stuff that we've got cooking up, you know, that we'll be able to to start pushing soon. You know, some guests from this season is going to be available at Uncle Ronnie's Teabag. So, UncleRonnie'sTeabag.com. teabag.com, Ronnie's R O N N I E S. I think you know how to figure out everything else. Uncle Ronnie's. I'll put teabag. it on the
1: screen. Some of these guys, they'll never figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we
0: love you. We love you. Guys. <laughs> and your CTE <laughs> alright so check out Uncle Roddy's team back to get all your fight story stuff uh, let's jump into this epi- episode Todd screwy St. Louis love ya
1: okay is it better that's better and i'm yeah.
2: sure I, I, i'm a single dad of four kids so i got kids coming in to help the house and they're being assholes oh that's okay man
1: i was about to whip my kids before this before i came out to the garage
2: that's what i mean <laughs> i told them i told them if i click give me a beer <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's the uh, best setup you can have yeah <laughs>
0: Man, let's just get right into it, dude. <laughs> that's gotta be yeah, That's, yeah. that's yeah, gotta yeah. be in the beginning. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, yeah. man. Welcome to another episode of Fight Stories. I'm John Moses and my uh, my good good buddy Tyler Morrison up in Canada. Um I'm fucking pumped for this episode, man. I'm pumped for this episode. Uh we're talking with Todd Screwy St. Louis. But maybe the best nickname I've heard for a hockey player. I kind of <laughs> love that nickname, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. It just lets everyone know you're a wild card, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, did, that, uh, did that come
2: uh, along early? That that came along early. It was my uh, first year in Belleville. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Corey Eisen. Corey Eisen was a veteran for the bevel Bulls. And during, you know, it was pretty wild back in those days. Like the initiations, the, the haze in. You know, and we didn't give a shit about it back in those days. Yeah. Like, that was – you're being a part of a organization, a club, a team, a family. And I'm not even going to get into what they did to us.
0: Oh, fuck. I but, was hoping uh, you were going <laughs>
2: to. <laughs> like, shit, I was naked the whole damn time. Yeah. You know, like, 40 yeah. degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. um, but it really happened. The veterans were like they took their belts off and they were hitting us. And I, I stood in front of all the rookies and I, I was just taking belts to the face, like belt buckles, and I was bleeding. And I was like, oh, Hell, hit me more, hit me more. And and they're hitting me with that shit. And I and and Corey Eisen, my my good friend, one one of my guys I like, you know, he took me under his wing and like made me feel part of the team kind of deal he's like, man, this kid is screwy. And and that name stuck to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. just happened to rhyme. To start, Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, family, yeah. My yeah. friend, everybody called me screwy. Every team I played for called me screwy. Screwy Louie. So it, <laughs> it was kind of neat, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, point, 20 degrees, like butt-ass naked, like doing push-ups and beers. Your dick's <laughs> going into the beer. <laughs> so it's. You know, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I was still a virgin when my first year junior. Yeah. Nah, I'm doing push-ups, so, and when you're done your push-ups, you got to drink the beer. I was like, damn it, you know. <laughs> kind of shit you do, but it, 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 you know, it made you feel part of the team. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand, you know, you get guys like, oh, I got Hayes. I got Pete on. I got whatever, like shit, you know. You know what, next year you'll do it to the other guys and it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I never understood anything with that shit. Because it made you feel part of it. It's like you it's like you know how like Gretzky was, you know, passed on that you remember seeing that uh that commercial with uh Gretzky and there was like Lemieux and there was Lindros, there was Jaeger. I, I can't remember who else and they're all on the pond and they're, they're passing the torch on, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was the Canadian, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I felt, you know, like you're being passed the torch. I was like, I'll be carrying, you know, I might carry your bags in this year, but the you know, the rookies fall year here. I'll be, they'll be carrying my bags. Into right. The ring. Yeah. Right. We're just like a, a, a passage of, a, a right
0: away, you know, a right of passage. Feel. Yeah. And plus, you got to be just so excited to be there,
2: right? I yeah, mean, everybody knows what the fucking NHL is
0: when you're a kid,
2: you know? Yeah.
0: And growing up in Canada, I would have done anything,
2: and I did anything. You know, I wasn't the greatest player, but I worked my ass off, like, to get where I did. And you know, no one thought I would I'd be playing the NHL, like in my minor. I played for Windsor AAA. I played with Jovanowski and uh, I grew up with him. And everybody it was Jovanelski, Tim Finley, Ryan Pollock. And then there was me on the very back side. And those guys went on, and played OHL. And, and I snuck in the back way, you know, just fighting.
1: Right. Well, you you know, played, I, I played, played for the. Laird, you played for Wellington Dukes, right? The, in the kind yeah, of tier true. two Junior A. So you're playing pretty good hockey still. But it's hard to go yeah. from that to get into the OHL because you either get drafted kind of into the OHL early. Is that, yeah. is that not correct? And then once you're in that tier two yeah. league, it's kind of hard to, to break into the OHL unless you're
2: putting up. Some and league. and that's a the thing. There, you know, I I didn't make it my first year, and there was a bunch that was sent down. Like Sean Brown, he he was a first rounder to Boston, and we mm-hmm. both got sent down that year. But he got called up more, and there were several other players that got. Sent down, you know, from Belleville to play for Wellington. And the following year, um, I think I was the only one from the, that previous draft year that made the team that year, besides mm-hmm. me and John Brown, but he was up there more than I was the first year. Right. And he was a first rounder to Boston and had a good NHL career. Yeah. You really? know, and, and that year, Matt Cook was in there playing for Wellington. Mm hmm. And, uh, Everybody knows Matt Cook, you know, Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. kind of like uh, a dirty little shit. But you know what? He's a good teammate, and I enjoyed being around him, you know. You, you want guys on your team like that, but you hate playing against them. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. You know, and I kind of like was that same kind of guy. And I'd get in your face. I'd cross-check in the mouth. I didn't give a shit, you know what I mean? If it, it got me some game playing yes you know cross checking them days, out that's
1: they, interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah well fans gotta have someone yeah. to hate too
0: uh-huh
2: yeah exactly and that, that's the, the style of play we played back in those days you know nowadays you can't cross got, check a guy in the back of the head you know clearing the net right you know you get a 10 game suspension for it but hell i'd break a guy's face and you know nothing you know we're just clearing the net trying not to you know get a last goal scorer and was the last minute kind
1: of deal. In Belleville, they have like a pretty good history of tough hockey with that organization. You know, they had before you, Crowder was playing there. They they really do appreciate, I think, the tough hockey. It's kind of like a farming area. It's a city, but there's a lot of farms around it. They like the rough and tumble style. Did you feel like when you're playing there that they treated you kind of like a rock star in that town when you're – you know the the guy. Uh, I, I kind of not...
2: felt like you know, I, I, I remember the last game I played in Bevel, Um, It was a playoff game, and people were. I felt like a, it was almost like a Rudy movie, and they're they're chanting, "Screw Lee, Screw me, Screw me. <laughs> and I'm looking at Larry Mavity, and I'm like, "Put me in." He's like shaking his, because he knows what I'm going to go do. But I'm just going to go fight. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't get a lot of opportunities to play in Beville, but when I was out there, I fought. Yeah, you know. You watch a lot of like, uh, there's not a lot of like footage of me back in Belleville, but you can hear hear Mavity yelling, "Todd, Todd," because he knew I was chasing the guy down about the fight. (laughs) 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 And and I think that's why I made that team. You know, I I squared up in training camp against Corey Eyes, and he was one. They're known tough guys, and I just went down and. uh, and fought him, broke my nose that fight. And uh, I I came off the ice and the trainer was looking at me and and Maddie was standing there and uh, he's like, how how, how are you feeling? I was like, I love this shit. I'm fucking ready to do more, you know? And I I think me being aggressive like that, you know, trying to change my game, you know, because back in those days, either you're a player or you had to work your ass off to get to there. And maybe you had to fight, drop the gloves. And mm-hmm. I, I chose to drop gloves to make the teams because I felt right. like that was that's your best how I was gonna make the team. Right. You know.
1: And I watched some I watched some of your OHL fights, like you're really like fluid with switching hands at a young age. Like, you know, that's something that takes a while to develop. That seemed like it was pretty natural to you. You're a, a wiry guy, so you could uh you know, get a yeah. few punches off on these other guys and it kinda overwhelm them. it it was uh yeah. You had a good style for fighting like, at, at that age too, well,
2: so I, it wasn't. I appreciate you know you're you're sixteen, seventeen, 18, you know, trying to make a name for yourself, and right. I didn't play a whole lot, so I had to do something. So when I and when you're playing for a guy like Blair Mavity, if you like pop up a puck, you won't see another shift. So you know what I did? I went out there and just fought. I couldn't fuck up like it, you know what I mean, right? Well, yeah, right. Yeah, right. At least fuck, I'm out, I'm, I'm trying to do nice <laughs> things, you know what I mean. And so that's – I kind of, like, got that role when I played in Belleville. I wasn't a big guy, you know, 61, 180, 190 pounds. Yep. Yeah. I was a lightweight, but I'd fight guys like Eric Bolton, Freddie Oduya, Matt Johnson. You know, any heavyweight that on the other team, I'd fight, you know. Like yeah. Sean Thorpe. I fought all the boys. And, yeah, some, and some... that's what I needed to do to, you know, keep my you know spot on the team. And I how'd you, do, like I how'd you to. do? How'd you do against those guys? Um, Thornton, me and Thornton went toe-to-toe and had a really good fight. Um, and we, we we left the ice, and, and Thornton was like, hey, man, nice fight. Thank you. You know, he's thanking me about the fight. Yeah. I was like, That's, he was a rookie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like second-year player, and I felt like, man, the kid likes me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but we had a really yep. good fight, and I hurt my hand really bad that. That fight, um, I couldn't even hold a hot stick after that fight. Yeah. yeah. And after that fight, I got traded to London. But, like, there's guys like Matt Johnson. Um, He's in Peterborough, right? Yeah, he was in Peterborough. And uh, literally, well, Thornton was in Peterborough at the time when I fought him, too. That was the year before. Mm-hmm. But Matt Johnson, or year after. But Matt Johnson literally ended up on top of me, straddling his knees over me beat me like literally just throwing the punches and he split my fucking nose right here and uh i had to get stitches in my nostril because he literally ripped my nostril off and you can't freeze a nostril yeah so i'm sitting there in the trainer you know like area in in uh Quinty, whatever it was called back yep. i don't i don't remember what the quincey west was. I don't know what it was, but David Frost Devil house. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, do you know what? David Frost house. I have no clue. Get the <laughs> reference. Okay. <laughs> Should be the dump on dump. I don't know who David Frost is. Google so. that
1: after. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will.
1: He's <laughs> the, that, that the, yeah. the guy that Mike Danton, the legend. Sorry, here's the uh, guy that Mike Danton hired a uh,
2: hitman to kill. Yeah. But I had I had my trainer, sticking me with a needle, right here, while Doc Bond was stitching my nose up. So I, he was poking me with a needle because they couldn't freeze it because it's cartilage in your nose. You know what I mean? Between your nose yeah. and your face, they can't freeze that. And they oh, put man. like three stitches and stitched my nostril up after Matt Johnson, whooped my ass. That's <laughs> you're, And you're
0: and you're how old when this is happening? Eighteen.
2: That was 17, maybe. So 17, you're 17, yeah, your right. nose is
0: hanging off your face, and you got some team doctor just, Yeah what's going through the team doctor's head like, what the fuck? I'm sewing this kid's nose back on his face. What the I fuck is going on? He, he owned the team,
2: so it was all good. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> He's like, hey, put putting put seats in, you know? Yeah. And, uh, Johnson the heavyweight... I remember playing in a... Sorry, was Johnson the, the heavyweight champion?
1: The... Was Johnson the heavyweight
2: champ of the league at the time? Yeah. I, I think so. He was known. I remember sitting on the bench before I fought him. And, you know, a bunch of sports liners, never got played much. And I'm looking at these guys. And I'm like, I'm going to fight them. They're like, no, you're not. You're fucking nuts. I was like, as soon as I get out there, I'm jumping them. And I jumped them, and he got better than me. But, <laughs> oh. yeah, I went out there and did it. You know yeah, what I What better, were the fucking you know? refs
0: doing while he's fucking plowing your fucking face like that?
2: I, I I don't know, because I, I really don't remember. I just remember him sitting on top of me, Jeez. like he's straddling oh. me, like he's fucking me. And he literally just fucked me. <laughs> boom, boom, <Yeah>. boom. <laughs> maybe
1: because you jumped him, the refs let it go a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck That's
2: probably why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, fuck. that's wicked. <laughs> that, that, that was time. That was, was the like time. Norton, know, like, and,
0: uh, Fight Club. Yeah. You right, you know, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it stays nice. Happens by, stays nice, kind of deal, you know. Right, right, right. So this is going but down. Part it was part of game Right, right. So this is going down. Where Where are your folks in all yeah. this, or, or you know, like?
2: That's That's kind of a touchy subject, you know. My mom oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> my dad, my Maybe dad. That... Was... My dad was around my junior years, okay. And uh, when I got traded back to uh, Windsor, my my final year, I was nineteen. Yeah. And uh, he died like two year, two weeks after the playoffs were done.
0: Fuck yeah! Oh, damn. So it
2: was it was kind of like a meant to be kind of thing. Me getting traded from London to Windsor, and I got to go back the home the last month and a half of his life with him. You Fuck know what me. I mean? So it was it was almost like uh a god sent kind of deal. Yeah, and and
0: before I, but before that, you know, you're seventeen getting your fucking nose beat off your face. Yeah. What's he saying?
2: My my dad would drive down to Belleville like every weekend, go to London every weekend wow. when right. I played. Nice. But it was a good thing, you know. Yeah. But after that game but after that game, is he like I don't know if you
0: should be of, doing this, you know? Or is he like, hey,
2: fuck part of the game, but No, fuck no. You know, my dad, like, uh, gave me a card when I made Belleville. You know, he was real proud of me. Like, yes. you know, like parents do, give me a card. And he gave me this uh, little card that said it was called the winner's creed. If you guys ever look it up, just go on that Internet, and it's called the winner's creed. It's about being positive and, and you know, achieving your goals. Mm-hmm. It's a poem. And uh, and at the end, in, in the card, after, you know, besides the card he gave me, And he said, Don't be silly. Don't wrap your willy. You know, like, (laughs) that was our sex talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know you're going to get some punk bunnies. Wrap that shit up. (laughs) You know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Four four kids later. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Four kids
2: later. That's right. That's right. So. Yeah. I I, I want to get into my, my when I play pro. Cause
1: was he worried that the, the nickname was for for another reason?
2: <laughs> no, and a lot of people ask me that. I was like, "What's yeah. screaming?" And I was like, "It's nothing sexual. It's just that." <laughs> Couple know, screws loose. It had screw loose. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about yeah. that. You know, your first year pro. Where are you? How old are you?
2: First year pro. I was twenty-one. I, I showed up in Lake Charles, Louisiana, in the second year of the WPHL. I had a, had an invite to go play for them and uh, got off the plane, still in my winter jacket, and I, I got off the plane in Houston, and it was like 100 degrees and 100% humidity. I was like, damn it, you know, because you're leaving October yeah. in yeah. Canada. So is that cold. part of
0: Louisiana right beside Texas?
2: Yes. It's okay. not far. Right, you know? right, right. And uh, I played there. I-, I lived there for about a month and a half before the season, you know. They yeah. invited me down early, you know. And that was a first-year club. And played a couple games. I got a hip flexor. Graham Townsend, I don't know if you know Graham Townsend. He was the assistant were. coach. Yep. Played uh, NHL, the Boston Bruins. I think auto Center is all – maybe as well and you know later later like the the following year we were scrumming in in the the corner he's like man i wish i would never have released you you know i had a couple of bad games you know never fought and he's like i i regret getting rid of you and i was like i appreciate you and so i shoved his head in the fucking boards (laughs) 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 wait 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 he's the assistant
0: coach and he's playing
2: yeah, <laughs> up. In the, the Western yeah. Hockey League. You had player assistants. Oh,
0: and they, I love they, they it. Were
2: there. Players their assistant coaches. Oh, fucking Dennis, cool, man. Dennis, Dennis Marouk was a uh, 60 goal scorer at the NHL. Played for Washington. Yep. He played for London Knights, and he was my coach that year, like with Lake Charles. Yeah. And you know how when he caught me? We were at a bar that night. He's like, "Sorry," and he like looked at me. He's like, "Sorry," it didn't work out. He cheers me with a beer. I was like, okay, so where am I going now? <laughs> and so, but I got picked up by Fort Worth promise. Okay, but he cut you. He didn't trade you. He just cut you. Yeah, he cut me, but okay. I, I got picked up like a couple days later. Yeah, He's did like, he pay for your that's tab? He me. He's like, cheers, you're a good kid, but cheers, I gotta let you go. Yeah. I was like, okay, Fuck. let's get fucked up tonight. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. God damn. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah,
1: yeah. That's old
2: school. Big shit, circumstances.
0: You know? So yeah, what what um what are these crowds looking like, right? Because in my mind, you know, Texas probably doesn't isn't too fucking familiar with the game, right? Like some of these crowds. So is it like yeah. when the fights are like they're there for the fucking hits in the fights?
2: That that's how it was. You know, back in those days, I bet you there's four or five fights a game, you know, easily. Ah. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't see a lot of footage of the WPHL. Fuck man. Like I they, was, they so. remember the that Quebec league, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, LNA's. Jeez,
2: it was no different than that Quebec Quebec League, but there was more talent. Yeah. And I believe that. You know. You're, and, uh, in the WPHL. It depends where you went. You went. Who are you, you running to there? Some some in what? In the WPHL,
1: who are some of the guys you're running into uh, and dropping the gloves with?
2: Uh, Sean Lago Like, uh, let me think. You know, Mike Segore, Like, no, he played in the CHL. Um, man, I can't even think right now. You, you had Darren Campbell. You had uh, Rushton. You know, he played in the Quebec League. Um, Hardy mm-hmm. Melichuk. Yeah, he was, he was on your team a couple one of the guys times. in that league. I, and he was my lineman. Yeah. Wow. You know, he's a, he, he was a, a beast. Um, man, I can't think of names right now. You put him on a spot like that. That's all right. When you're, when you're <laughs> playing with Marty
1: Melinchuk, what's it like riding shotgun with a guy like that? Because he's putting up big numbers, right? Are you guys kind of competing over yeah. who gets uh, who? Or are you guys just like before the game, like I got this that, guy, that's you got that. thing,
2: you know, That's the thing. We played on the same line. You know, we're mm-hmm. defensemen, but coach always put us on forward on opposite wings. And we just dump <laughs> and chase and beat up guys, you know, kind of deal. And I, I was just a big guy. When I played pro, I was maybe 210, you know, and yeah. he was 50, just pure fucking solid muscle. Like, you yeah. was staring see him with his shirt off. Was he a you know, stocky temp- guy? Like, not tall, but was he tall? He was 6'4", he was I think. 6'4", okay, Yeah, yeah. He was a monster. You know, he's a beast, beast, and mean, mean. <laughs> and, you know, it was fun having him on the line with me, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, because he gave me room, you know. and he, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, at the time, I gave him a little room because I was that little instigator, though, fucking sticking the face and fucking fucking you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I backed up what I did. I'd stick in the face, crutch at you in the face, back yeah. of the head. That's the worst. Put the put fucking down, guy the that fucking sticks eyes. you
0: and then beats you up, there's no fucking winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, fuck it. You know. If I'm gonna fucking play dirty, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna stand up for myself. And Marty sure. the same way. But you know, there was times that he backed me up and I backed him up and whoever got to the fight first kind of deal. And there's a lot of pictures I have. Yeah, I have like pictures and there's always me and Marty in a scrum somewhere. Right. You know, either him, you know, in it, me behind it or me and it, in behind it kind of deal. So mm-hmm. let me was, ask you a question. Was, he was a fun guy to play with.
0: How many teams are in the league
2: at the time? Yeah, there was twelve or thirteen teams. Twelve, or th- and how many, how many games in a season? How uh, many
0: games in a season?
2: I think sixty-seven or something in there. So you're
0: playing each of these teams, what, fucking four or five times a piece?
2: fucking, if not more, you know what I mean? Right, right.
0: Five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got to be, you're running, you you two guys are running, running down into the, you know, raising fucking hell, you know, in the corners in the offensive zone. You're playing this guy, these guys in another three weeks. Are there guys like, these guys either must be fucking, just must despise you guys, or you're running up against guys who you're just fighting all the time.
2: That, that's the thing. You, you get on that fucking ice and they might have called up or found some guy from a different league and wow. next you know, i would be like, you know, doing warm ups and some guy's like doing this to me. I'm like, <laughs> what well, the fuck is this motherfucker? i was
0: like, okay, you know I'm fucking, you know what I mean? But it's I like Roadhouse on Ice every night. Like, ah, you're fucking dead,
2: you know? I'm yeah. Like, Whatever. Roadhouse you know, you so get out nice. there and you fucking do your job. So As part of fucking minor league hockey, you know what I mean? You yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy haircut for,
1: for the roadhouse. On
2: ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I click my fucking, I click my skate, my fucking blade comes out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, and listen, don't you know? If feel free
0: to not answer this question and be like, I'm not fucking talking about it or whatever. But I'm just because I'm just yeah. I'm just like the more the mentality of the whole thing like. You're not making a ton of money, but you're making enough money doing this shit, right? Yeah. Like from a semi-pro perspective, like oh, it keeps being the manager you know. at Home
2: Depot, right? Well, fuck. Um, it, it depends. The The WPHL played a little better than the East Coast League, I think. Okay. And, you know, we, we had affiliates. You know, when I played in Arkansas, we were affiliated with, like, Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: Okay. Yes, but, so if you have, like, a two-way contract, it's a little bit different than – Yeah, the but same. there was
2: a lot of us. But every now and then – we were affiliated with Kansas and Kansas was affiliated with fucking Pittsburgh. Right. So the only guys that ever got called up was the goalies usually. Yeah. You know. Right. And we had a good team. We had a good team our first year in uh, Arkansas. We you know, we had Kimball, we had uh, Ryan Pollock, we had Tim Finley, we had uh, Darren Sushi Sushi. Susie. He was a goalie. Yeah. And uh, man, I can't remember two other goalies. But anyways, um you know, you're you're on average you're making five six hundred dollars a week. Your room aboard uh, for free. Yeah, and you eat everywhere for free. Yeah. you know what I mean. But there was yeah. guys on the team making twelve thirteen fourteen hundred dollars a week. It's like, you know, dude, the, the honest to God, it's like,
0: like a comedy life. But you're not fucking <laughs> punching people in the head three nights a week. You know, right? Um,
2: you know. You know, you know, there, there's guys like me on the lower end just punching pussy all night long. I leaving like, the hey, that's worth that's you worth an
0: additional six hundred bucks a week right there, dude. Whatever you're losing <laughs> in wage, you're making up for it in the
2: in the hotel room perks. I get, I get paid on I get paid on Fridays and they be like. It's bar time, and I spend that $600 right now fucking night. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I'm eating for free this week.
0: That was one, one coffee, <laughs> yeah. man. Bum and smokes. Come on. Come on. Come on give me a smoke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Give me a dark. No. Give me a dark. Give me a dark. dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. What? Yeah,
2: smoking fucking Marlboro, wishing they were players. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so, it like playing with Aaron Kimball when you get you
1: get to to play on a team with a guy like that who's really that, 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 who's that, was, new- that
2: was the amazing thing about Kimball. You know, like he was a fighter in the NHL, but he come down to you know playing the lower leagues. That man had good hands. He mm-hmm. could sauce passes to you in practice, and get, he was. You could tell he, yeah, he was a fighter, but yeah. he was talented. Yeah. And and guys are like that play in the NHL that just fight. You don't think they're that talented, but he was talented. He was one of the most talented players I have played with, and and level-headed and cared for his teammates. And it was amazing everywhere he went. He knew somebody. I was like, you're fucking but, but fucking Arkansas, but guys know him like right like we had ex wrestlers come visit him and it was crazy because i think he's big in the wrestling for some reason oh really he
1: never oh, talked no. to us about that
2: yeah <laughs> yeah but he, he he knew the the four horsemen and they'd come hang out with us at bars and shit like oh, that oh that's yeah, cool can't rick remember names. did rick flair come hang, hang out not rick flair but he he knew wrestlers and yeah yeah so horse, the four, went, the, hold on called.
0: the four horsemen what was that that was sting
2: no, no, no. It was oh. Ric Flair. It no, was this is like uh, older East W shit, I think.
1: Yeah, I think well, that's no, a like sting, four man. horsemen Four Horsemen is Rick Flair, I Arn Anderson, no Ole Anderson, and uh Arn Who's the
2: second guy you said? Arn Anderson. I think that was one of the guys we used to hang out with. He's one of the for four horsemen, that for sounds familiar. from that area, I think. From the south. Yeah, and that sounds familiar. And I'd be, we'd be at the bar, fuck it, it's called, uh, I can't remember. What it, I was suspended. He was like, I don't know what the why he was at, he, you know, didn't make the road trip. But me and him be hanging at the bar, and all these professional wrestlers were there. And then we'd just be hanging out and having a good time. And <laughs> he was just so always really chill. Yeah. And he just was a really fun guy to hang out with. And he was just like calm. Yeah. You know, he was never crazy. You know, I've never seen him have a temper. Huh? He was just a really cool guy to be around. Dude. You know, oh, that's it was cool. a privilege fight with that guy. Yeah, nice like guy. shit, he's a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, those
0: wrestling guys—you got a bunch of people coming, hanging out. Do any of these guys ever like Kimball's cool? But are those guys all being cool, or are they getting a little wild?
2: No, they're they're all cool. You know, right. well, you talking about the, the wrestlers and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all cool. Right. You know, they're probably us, so fucking big and imposing. Me being 22, 23, Tim was like, screw you, fucking settle down. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, fucking yeah. off my rocker, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They didn't call me screwed for nothing. I was fucking off the ball, bouncing here and so, there, you know? So
0: that, all right, so that, that leads me to the next question. You're running around in Texas, 22, you know, chugging 600 bucks worth yeah. of brewing a night. You gotta be getting into some altercations. <laughs>
2: Um, it didn't, it, I was more in, I've been in handcuffs a few times, okay. you know, in Amarillo when I played for Amarillo. Yeah. Yeah. Just being stupid, getting fights. You know, I, I dated a stripper back when I played in Amarillo and knocked up a stripper. And,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> which one of your boys, you know, bring you know, the stripper the boy out. <laughs> <I
2: don't know. laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to say what I've done, but I, <laughs> I was in the middle of fucking, I don't know. I, I seen, I seen my, uh. The girl from that time, the stripper, come in with, you know, some uh, sugar daddies. Yeah. And as soon as I walked in, I just fucking snapped and fucking lost my noodle. And yeah, let's just say he was biting my ankles by the end of it.
0: I <laughs> 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 so put the
2: fucking the fist on him. Oh. And I ended this- up in the fucking pop car. And the fucking cops know who I was and they're like, Man, you gotta keep this on the ice and fucking stay off it.
0: Oh wow, so refuse. the cops know that you're like a little bit of a local slave. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And they're like, You gotta stay out this shit, you know. And, so what they uh, do? Did they arrest the you or I they never just take you home? Charges.
0: Let let you off the no, charge. I
2: never pressed charges, so he released me, you know, so it was nice. one of those deals. I just remember a big old gold nest- necklace and this motherfucker, I just grabbed him and I Fucking grab that necklace and I fucking trump it in the crowd. I just seen a fucking big brawl. Fucking, yeah, dude. Yeah. Don't come in here. Fuck with
0: me. You I used I mean? to. Uh, I used to be a, uh, a a host of an amateur night at a strip club. I was there for like six years. Yeah. Today. And one time Odell Beckham Jr. came in, and he was so fucking oh. drunk, his people had to carry him out. And then one of them came back and knocked on the door and they were like hey man he lost a ten thousand dollar ring and they all asked the strippers yeah. anybody find a ring they're like no ring no ring like do you think those chicks are fucking <laughs> turning that ring no up you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah yeah. they dove on that medallion yeah. dude. that thing is gone yeah. it probably so it was probably so ripped so apart
2: walking out because fucking, fucking his ass that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, As the hawk know? shop already <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> why why uh, funny uh, I'm constipated tonight <laughs> yeah I stretched the
0: muzzle <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yes I do the split stretch one
0: so um yeah. where are we at you're like you know you're year three or year four I'm assuming like you're probably a guy that filled out late right like what are you yeah, like I, by the like time God. you were done playing what were you like
2: 220 225? 220, 225, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. You, you don't even know what I mean now. You know, a couple years ago I was 260. Now I'm 240. Now I've lost a few weight You know, yeah. a few pounds. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went back and played. played I played senior A last year in a team in, in Fort Worth, Dallas area. Oh, I know. Fort Worth <laughs> I saw the, uh, the post yeah, on I'm, Facebook. I'm trying to play against a fucking bunch of 20-year-olds and –
1: How's that, the, that work? The, now? the
2: game has changed so much. Yeah. And I'm running around there trying to play like I used to, and right. none of these guys will have nothing to do with me, and I just want to fight. Right, yeah. And I'm begging, I'm begging, and they're like, fuck that. I got golf fucking at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning, you know, kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, but is this yeah, like
1: yeah. a semi-pro yeah. league that you were playing in that you went back into? Yes, yeah,
2: last year. I started last year. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah, yeah. Cause I saw the I saw your After. post on Facebook where you're like, "Fuck it, I'm fighting tonight." And I'm like, "I thought you were going into like a men's league." Tournament. That's <laughs> Tyler was telling like, me about no. that. Can you imagine this that guy Tyler terrorizing
0: a men's
2: league? <laughs> I see the video no, of this guy and I just terrorizing <laughs> men's league in Amarillo. <laughs> but yeah. Oh god. You know, there, there's guys. You know, like, there's guys that I play in a men's league in Amarillo. And there's guys that know who, who I am and there's guys that like don't know who the fuck I am and yeah. they're always telling, them, stay away from fucking screwy, stay away from screwy. Yeah. And they fuck with me. And I fucking snap and I end up getting fucking suspended. You know, you you, you have that mentality from when you played. And if guys are gonna fucking hack you and whack you, I'm gonna fucking two hand across the face. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? If they're gonna play way. like, you know, like that with me, I'm gonna fucking do what I can to fucking let them know like don't
0: fuck with me that's what I was going to say they go into the corners because I know you know when I'm playing men's league it's It's like it's it's a matter of it doesn't matter what my intentions are going in there 10 minutes into the game my elbows are up here dude it's just like it's just a force of habit I'm going into the corner I'm playing hard I'm digging so guys are doing that and you're just like that's it buddy time to meet the reaper yeah yeah
2: that's normal that's normal you know what I mean if you protect yourself that's normal yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, yeah. I don't wear a lot of equipment. I don't wear shoulder pads. I don't wear a coat. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wear like these tiny little like old school Reebok, like coverall, whatever you fucking call them, pants. Yeah. You know, I wear little as possible for equipment. And they're like, look at this motherfucker. And they don't, they think I'm a scrub. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. might be 44. Your, you might your be
0: equipment's young, probably 15 years but, old, right? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, but, but what? Yeah, so the, for the men's league, for the men's league, because I played a, a little bit in New York, it's like, dude, you fight one time, you're done for the season. In Texas, they're like, eh.
2: yeah, <laughs> that same, that's 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 same way here. You know, I I remember one time some guy like was like chirping me all game, chirping me all game, and he cut across the blue line. And I was like, this dumb motherfucker. Like, he chirping everybody. So, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go skate into him. I didn't, like, proceed. I just right. stood there, waiting for him. And I still laid him out. He was snoring for 10 minutes. Wow. I'm not joking. And I got suspended for a few games for that. But right, I was like, if you're going to chirp my team, you're going to chirp guys on my team, I'm going to make a statement. And, you know, that's what I did back in the day. And it's like, you don't fuck my teammates. Dude,
0: that's so funny. But that's probably such a – I don't know what the level of competition in there, but like you know, you say, from Kimball coming down is like probably similar from you yeah. going down into that men's league. It's like, dude, this guy running into you is like It running never into even you. worse. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, but
2: we got we got we got four teams in men's league. It's eight. We got like four teams in A, and I think eight te- eight teams in B, and then A teams we got like. Two pros per team. So there's eight of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of, like, guys that grew up around here or from other places that played hockey that could play a league. Right. And uh, it's pretty competitive. And uh, – but they're not, like – I don't know. you. I, I would consider them C players from back home. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – you know, it, it, it's just I have the mentality of protecting my team and yeah. protecting my players, and
0: yeah, okay. and you, I
2: get carried away sometimes. And I'm you would sorry be, you happens. would be a fucking
0: nightmare to play against, dude. Just a nightmare. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. I don't,
2: I don't know if I played back home. Yeah, I'd, I'd fight every night. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably that quit, dude. I would quit.
0: Guys. I would just be – I'd in, have in the Indian flu that, every time that, we that played play your team. You up.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's guys yeah. that played in me growing up that want to fucking say, this motherfucker played OHL, this play, motherfucker played pro, and they want to fucking compare themselves to me. Even mm. though we're 44 years old, fuck, let's do it. You know what I mean? And I'm right. sure that would happen if I lived back home in Ontario in the Windsor right. area.
0: Yeah, 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 and yeah.
2: Fuck it, I'd be down. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, I still with the toughest. Yeah, so I don't give a shit if I get my ass kicked. Windsor, well, that's a the mentality, room. dude. That's the mentality. Winter's
1: a Tough town to grow up in. Like, yeah. like it's a tough area, right? Like that city. A lot of tough guys come out of there. Did you find that you got into uh, a lot of altercations outside of the outside of the rink in Windsor too? When you were back there,
2: uh, I've been, i, I I've walked out a few strip clubs in Windsor. Been in a few fights, you know, it's normal, you know, especially (laughs) after playing pro and when I played junior, I was like, shit, I was always getting fights off ice. But the thing is I've never done well off ice. Really? Oh, interesting. Never, never. Because these motherfuckers, because you're always going to run into the wrestler. You're going to run into those guys that know submissions and shit like that. And I can go toe to toe, but once we're on the ground, it's over. I'm done.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You I'm, just be, I'm, you done. Just, I, I'm not I'm not like frustrated. That. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. we get on the ground. I'm like, fuck, you're the bigger guy. Fucking tap out. Like I'm done. Even like, it's even just, like, like back. When,
1: like, I mean, MMA kind of exploded in the last 10 years. Right. So even before then there's yeah. like, you're running into those type of guys in the bar.
2: Yeah. Always. There was someone that always knew submissions. There was somebody that knew wrestling and, I was never taught that, you know. Yeah. I, like at fifteen, I, I'd go to Border City Boxing Club in Windsor. My next door neighbor, Charlie Stewart, was like middleweight, heavy cha- heavyweight champion of Canada, and he he coached for the Olympic Canadian team, and had some good, you know, you know fighters under him. But he, I never knew submission. I, you know, my dad was in karate. My dad was like a, a third degree black belt, but wow. he would never teach me nothing. But he just wanted me to go toe to toe with everybody. And it, it's like <laughs> nowadays, you know, you'll 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 end up on the ground with a wrestler and you're fucking getting choked up like you're come finished. On now. You know yeah. what's so funny? i like, never like
0: I, I don't and I'm I don't think I'm alone here. I remember being in high school and you look at the guys getting into wrestling and you're like, at these fucking dildos, you know, it must have been the one
2: piece. Yeah, well, meanwhile they would fucking strangle ass. you, yeah, you know? They would strangle you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking put you in the cross chicken wing, and you're fucking tied up. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's just gurgling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so you're 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 done yeah. your fifth year down there, your or okay. your sixth year, and you're like, now what am I going to do? Yeah. You know. So what? How does that transition look? That,
2: that was the biggest. That was the biggest hardest part of quitting hockey was. What do I do now, right. you know, and it, it, it str- it's a struggle. I still struggle with, you know, today. Hmm. And I, I think a lot of like hockey players struggle with that kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your identity uh, for so long. Yeah. Your identity, you've only been a hockey player all your life. Dude, you that's what you yeah. do. Yeah. There's I, so many I guys I know that are that are lifers, in, you know. Yeah. Like even though they and work at a, a job, they're – they're... over this.
0: Sorry, say that again.
2: No, a lot of guys get depressed over this kind of stuff. I bet. Because they don't know who they are anymore. Right. And you get guys like Quinn hockey, like they're suicidal. Yeah. They have mental problems. They got like. They got a little CTE you know, probably brewed around exciting, back there. All that shit. Right. And and that's that's part of like us older guys trying to like let that be known nowadays. You know, you got your. We're trying to look out for the younger you know what I mean with the right. mental health stuff do you right find- and you got guys like Rob Frid, Brady Leavey and uh you know and trying to help out with guys with mental issues yeah because uh, who the fuck are we after talking we don't know
0: yeah you got it you got it you, you know, got you I, got 50 so- years to fill you know what I mean do you find exactly that the- do you and a
2: lot of us
1: Sorry. Do you find that the uh, enforcer? Do you find that the enforcer Facebook group that's kind of like popped up that's connected a bunch of older players? Do you think that, that that's helped build a bit of a support system for guys it to has. like yeah. kind of talk it, with uh, each other
2: and- enforcer, enforcer? appreciation group. Mm-hmm. I, I was one of the first members of that. My my buddy yeah. Alec O. He does a podcast too. Yeah, so we love Alec.
1: Five for fighting. Yeah, podcast. he's
2: a good guy. Like. You know, and he's brought a lot of us together in this last year. Mm -hmm. You know, we started the group, you know, about a year ago, and there was like 50 of us. And now there's, I think, 11,000 people in this group plus. Wow.
1: It's blowing up. It's about that group. So there must
2: be. You know, like what you guys are doing, trying to, like, we're dinosaurs. A lot of us are dinosaurs. Trevor Dillies, the Morastes, you know. Yablonskis, all these motherfuckers and you guys are letting us know that we, we were wanted at one time and still wanted Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you're letting us tell our stories and that helps you know what I mean and yeah. yes it's brought a lot of us together like when was it last weekend I get a call 3 o'clock in the morning I'm like who the fuck's calling me I look at my phone Trevor Gillies Nice I was like What the fuck I've never talked To that motherfucker In my life And he just Wanted to talk to me He's like screwy. Like man You're I'm a big fan I was like Big fan I was like Shit You're the fucking legend Not me You know Yeah what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, And he's like I've watched you You know Before I played and I think you're A fucking legend I was like God damn That's he called cool called me madman Just like There's the respect All, to all these guys That fought want to connect, want to get together, want to be a support system. There's a big circle of us. That's Pat awesome. Barton. I don't, you know, Pat Barton played in OHL for five years. Yep. And there's guys like that with mental health issues trying to help out the next guy, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a huge thing, you know, because we didn't have that support system, you know, back when we played. And now that we're older, that we're being more vocal about shit, it's a good thing. I think so. hopefully it helped out help the next generations, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. No, that's so great. let me
0: ask you, does yeah. anybody, because like, you know, you say there's 50 of you, but there's 11,000 members. I don't know how many of those members are, you know, yeah. had some sort of previous, you know, tough guy, enforcer, semi-pro, pro experience. I would yeah. say it can't be more than 500. But you got 10,000 other yo-yos like us. Does anybody ever like chirp a little bit on there? And you're like, listen, you little fucking
2: peckerhead. Well, there, 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 there's always, you, you always got the chirpers, like the, the keyboard warriors, you know what I mean? Talking <laughs> yeah. shit about guys. <laughs> but you know what? There, I, I'm an admin on that page. And I was like, click. You're the you
1: commission. You're the And Alec does <laughs> a great job, too, of reeling those guys in. He, he makes a point to say, listen, yeah. this is the thing where we celebrate these guys. We're not here for shit talk. Take that to another yes.
2: So.
0: Cool, cool, yeah, like cool. The,
2: it is a great yes. forum. And, and so that's, that's actually that's one, one of the coolest thing things I've heard on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's what's cool about what you guys are doing. And a lot of, like, the fourth line boys, he, he, I don't think he's on Facebook, but he's on Instagram, not Instagram, but and, uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, yeah. Yeah, and uh, what is his name? darren
1: darren from fourth line uh, voice
2: great podcast total beauty. fourth line voice bucket drop there's there's a handful of you guys that are trying to keep the dinosaurs alive and and hear the stories and hear what they've done afterwards and that's a good thing i I think it's a good thing because we grew up watching the type of hockey we loved yeah and 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 it's slowly it's leaving it's leaving the game and
1: yeah. The, the game's turned its back it on is what it is. not just the players like you, but the, on the fans like us. The game has turned their back yes.
0: on the people. And the fans love like that game. shit. Hell yeah. And
1: it's, it's you, embarrassing and you know what I love, them.
0: man? Like sort of, you know, anybody who goes out and makes a living fucking on the road, lacing them up, getting your fucking face punched out, not knowing who you're going up against. I mean, it's, Semi-pro hockey yeah. players Because you're not doing it for, to make a million bucks Maybe you make, you know, the dream's there no. But then maybe there's a point where you're like I'm never going to do it, but I'm going to keep doing this And it's the fucking semi-pro wrestlers right. The guys driving four hours And in it's in yeah. for 150 bucks And they're going home And the next day their back's wrecked I just love those fucking stories, man You know, they're that, they're just awesome to me So that's another reason why we do this shit, you know Mm-hmm
2: no, I, and I appreciate. I appreciate what you guys do. I, I've seen a bunch of your podcasts, and you know, I, I live for that kind of shit. I, I you know, because I live that.
0: You yeah, know absolutely. what
2: I mean? Right. And I love hearing other people's stories, and and you bring it to you know, to your fans and their fans, and it's it's a good thing. I think you know people want to hear Butley stories. Yeah. Oh, totally. want to hear about, You know, dude. They'll I want to do. I want
0: to do a WPHL movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, dude. Just a bunch yeah. of people in cowboy hats in the fucking ice rink watching this goddamn game, you know? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> the, 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 fun, the funny, the funny thing is, you know, I, you know, we all wear cowboy boots back home in Canada. Yeah. And uh, when I when I came to Lake Charles, like Fort Worth, I had the pony toes, you know, and. I got made fun of so much. I was like, this one weird. <laughs> I was weird. Like, yeah. God damn. So yeah, now yeah. I I went square toes, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I got like fun of wearing these. But like, God damn, you fucking chick, fucking wear pony toes. On-road killers. <laughs> 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 oh, was so beauty.
1: That's funny.
2: Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, th- th- those were good times, you know. It was yeah. I'm glad I was part of the WTHL. Was around a long time, you know. I I think I, I'm 16th in uh, penalty minutes all time. Nice, that's pretty so, good.
0: You know, nice. There's probably a couple of was, there's probably but... a couple of headshots of you, old headshots, uh, hanging out in some bars and some places yeah. in Texas.
2: <laughs> there, there's Duty no man. telling with a tin in my mouth. oh shit all right man you never know we we
0: we burned an hour man this is I I love this episode man I I knew I was gonna love talking to you um any is there any is there any like crucial stories is there any crucial stories that you that you that you left on the table that we got to hear like one we're like oh yeah this time at the back of uh you know whatever bar crucial
2: crucial uh, I I got a few but I don't know if I want to talk about that. Come true. on, let it go. No, no, no. Let it uh, out.
0: Okay. Change your name uh-uh, in the story gonna, so they I'm don't know named, it's you.
2: You know, it's gonna it, it might make it might make me look gay, but it, in the end it, I wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what the kids love these yeah, days, yeah. a little sexual ambiguity, dude. You're winning them over.
2: Yeah, like fuck it, everybody fucking, everybody's fucking We're all trisexual. I'm a fucking dolphin right now. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I identify as a fucking dolphin. (laughs) But yeah, I I don't know why this popped up. You know, I was fucking uh, playing in, I can't remember. I think it was when I was playing in Arkansas. We played in Austin, Texas. And after the game, we we went up 6th Street in Austin. I don't know if you've ever been to Austin. Like, it's just a fucking street of fucking. It's like Olathe Avenue on in, fucking Windsor. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Far, almost. yeah. Back to back to back. And we ended up at a bar with like the Austin ice bats, and uh, one one of the enforcers with ice ice bats. I'm not gonna name his name because you know I'm a good guy. Yeah. And uh, we were both hitting on the same fucking chick, and. Uh, She was like, If you make out with him, I'll fucking take you home. (laughs) I was like, like, get over here, big guy. (laughs) I just laid a big old kiss on him, you know what I mean? (laughs) And we played him the next night. And we (laughs) lined up next to each other, and I looked at him wicked. He's like Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> That's not gay at all,
0: dude. That's psychological yeah, intimidation.
2: You know, that's... Yeah. yeah, that's like, fuck it. You know, you never fucked me all season after that. <laughs> you know, oh, that, that's part of my league hockey. Like, fucking like, the little stories, you know. like. Oh, you, no, you, yeah, dude. Those are the best. Tell you, know, you fucking much more, but. It, it, you oh, know, yeah.
0: Those are the best. Those are, are the like, best. God
2: damn. Oh so, man, you Listen, know I, I'm a little punch. I'm a little punch drunk, so I forget a lot. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I get you. They
2: come yeah. up, you know, every now and then. I remember a few.
0: Yeah, that's dude, that's what, honestly that's what this podcast was born of. Was just meeting up with buddies and telling old fight stories, and we're like, ah, <laughs> we got to turn this into a go. podcast,
2: you know. And okay. that's the best part about it. You know you. you you could, you could fight a motherfucker that night and go have beers with them, you know, afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a good thing, you know? Yeah, that's cool.
0: That's that, cool. That's that is a cool camaraderie.
2: Poppy. We're a family, you know? It doesn't matter, especially now. Like, you, I've never played with guys, but we're all family now. We reconnected. And especially that Enforcer podcast, you know, Enforcer Appreciation page connected a lot of us together. Cool. You know? That's awesome. And just, like, like podcasts like yours podcasts like my other friends and we just all connected now we have a big circle of friends and we can just call each other when we're like struggling yeah and uh be there for each other and and we need to be there for each other because we didn't have that network when we played you know what i mean yeah, we're right. all just fucking balls to balls cocaine booze fucking you name it kind of addicts you know mm-hmm. we we love the rest of the fucking fighting but yeah, we're fucking madman at the same time, dude. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. But the rush of the the rush of the fighting is great. But being a rock star afterwards, yeah. and cocaine and booze is the reason why I got into comedy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that uh, cocaine and booze was a bonus. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool.
1: Uh, yeah, man, this has been a great episode. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time to be part of it. And we'd love to have you on again. I'm sure there's a million stories that pop oh, up. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. We want we, we want more stories like the end.
2: I, I'd be down <laughs> at, you know, I, I was kind of honored that, you know, you guys asked me to be on it because I was like, fuck. Like, been out of the game for, you know, 20 years, and yeah. people still want to hear my stories And in yeah, this so. last year I've done like eight or nine podcasts, and I was like, goddamn, like. I can't believe even people know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, if we're ever in Texas, I appreciate it. I, yeah, I appreciate love to what hang you out. guys do and not yeah, come to Texas.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. If we, yeah. When I'm ever there, man, you know.
1: And I got to say, Start
2: shout out down. to you. Shout out to
1: your kid that passed you the beer in the middle. I didn't even see the click. It was just boom, like your stone cold Steve (laughs) Austin. Ah, yeah. Oh,
0: (laughs) you don't see me. (laughs) Watch the hand, not the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh shit, Todd, man, thanks so much for coming on, dude.
2: Right on, Todd St. Louis. No, I appreciate you guys, and you guys be good and. Look forward to seeing more podcasts from you guys. Yeah. Thanks, brother. And, and get rid of that Maple Leafs hat, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah. right. They better win game seven. I'll be pissed.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They blew
2: yeah. a 3-1 lead.
0: Yeah. Oof. Bullshit. Oof. All
2: but, right. Hey. We'll
0: talk to you, buddy. Look, look up. Wait a- okay. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Oh, my
2: God.